We are going to have so much fun in this episode together today, and I believe that you are going to be transformed by the end of it, or by the time you've listened to it and applied it, you're going to be transformed. I know a client was. She runs a business full-time, is the primary caregiver for a high-needs family member. She's active in her church. She's active in her community. And she was spent. She had trouble keeping up. She didn't feel great. And making the two switches that we're talking about today in her eating, it was like the energy button just got switched on. So what are these two things? And are they simple enough that you can do them? If they're simple for me, if they're simple enough for my clients who are super busy, then yes, you can do them. Let's get going. You want to transform your life to take care of your body to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. The two switches are eating a powerful plate and becoming an intuitive eater. What do I mean? What does this look like? So powerful plate. I've touched on this back in episode seven, how to eat or not how to eat for energy, but how to Um, How to Have Energy at Your Conference. I don't remember the name of my episodes, but it's episode seven. I do know that. And episode four, what to do and how to eat or when you're too tired to cook. Again, I don't remember the name of the episode, but I do remember it was episode four. So we're going to dig a little bit deeper into here. So a powerful plate. Picture this in your mind. Picture a circle. And if you're in a place that you can draw this out, I encourage you to do that. Really have a visual. Is It's a circle. And down the middle of this circle, draw a line. And on one side of that line, put a V. On the other side, draw another line to cut that in half. And then take either one, doesn't matter which, and draw another line to give yourself a sliver. So you've got four sections, one that's a half, one that's a quarter, one that's almost a quarter, and then a little sliver. So the V is for vegetables. One of the quarters put a P in there for protein. One of the other quarters put a C in there for complex carbohydrate. And the little sliver is a healthy fat. That is your starting template for a powerful plate. And what this means is that not breakfast, because it's hard to get half of a plate of vegetables in at breakfast, but for lunch, for dinner, and ideally even for your snacks, You want half of the volume of what you eat to be vegetable, a quarter of what you eat to be protein, a quarter a complex carbohydrate, and a sliver of fat. Now, let's talk about what makes up each of those categories. So vegetables, that's your green leafy vegetables. That's your broccoli. That's your squash. It's not your corn and potatoes. Those actually go over in the carbohydrate. Over in the carbohydrate, you've got corn and potatoes. Then you also have beans, you have grains. Beans are a little tricky. I'll tell you about those in a minute, but beans go into that bucket. Also, any type of processed something that is 
high in carbohydrate is going to be there as well. Though that, of course, is not the ideal, right? Then your pea, that is your protein. That is meat, chicken, fish, also beans, because a bean and a grain together is going to be a complete protein, a complete set of amino acids for you. Yogurt is going to also be some protein and some carbohydrate. Fruit is going to go into the carbohydrate bucket. So in general, that powerful plate is going to keep you in a steady blood sugar state, which means you're going to have steady energy. You are an individual, however, right? Which means those lines are going to shift a little bit depending on your unique physiology. So you may decide through some testing that I do better with a little more protein. Somebody else, I do better with a little more fat. Somebody else, I do better with a little more carbohydrate. Most people, though, do best with half of it being vegetable. That line typically does not get moved. I, one of my clients did a food journal. Well, a lot of my clients do food journals, but in particular, this one, this client did a food journal tracking also her energy, her cravings, and she began to notice if she had a breakfast that didn't have enough protein in it, that all day long she was on this constant swing of... I need something, I'm craving something for some quick energy. And so she would want more carbohydrate. And she would notice at lunches if she had just like a full sandwich and some chips, even though there was some protein in it, there wasn't much vegetable. And so she noticed, wow, my energy is not as good in the afternoon. I don't think as well. I'm not functioning as well. She noticed that if she had dinners that were very carb heavy, that Instead of helping her sleep, she would end up not sleeping as well and then the next day craving a lot of carbohydrate. Now, I'm saying this by craving carbohydrate as though it's a bad thing to want carbohydrate. Your body runs on carbohydrate. You need carbohydrate. They are not bad. So if you have you know, fallen into the diet thinking of, oh, carbs are bad, no, carbs are not the enemy. But too many carbs out of balance can definitely make you feel not your best. So what this client did, and every person is different, so what doesn't work for her might work for you or vice versa. But as she kept a food journal of this is what I ate, this is how it physically made me feel an hour, two hours later, the rest of the day, she started noticing these patterns and we were able to make changes for her. So that is something I encourage you to to do is Take a few days during the week and take a weekend and write down everything that you're eating, when you're eating it, and how you feel after what you're craving after, how your energy is after. This powerful plate works because, as I mentioned, it keeps your blood sugar steady. It also gives you a wide variety of nutrients, not just your quote-unquote macros of fat, carbohydrate, protein, But also with that half being vegetable, you're getting all kinds of micronutrients. With your carbohydrates sometimes being fruits, you're getting all these micronutrients, which means everything that needs to happen in your body to create energy, all the B vitamins, vitamin D, everything, it's all going to be there. You're not going to have ravenous hunger that's distracting you because your blood sugar is steady. So short term and long term, a powerful plate is setting you up 
for amazing energy. The second shift that my client I mentioned at the beginning that she made was to becoming an intuitive eater. I am a certified intuitive eating counselor, and I help men and women all day make this very pleasurable, enjoyable, fun, peaceful, whatever other positive words you want to add to it, shift. I hold intuitive eating intensives where people make massive transformations in a short amount of time. If you're a dieter, part of that transformation is making peace with food. If you're not a dieter or an ex-dieter, it takes your good relationship with food to a whole nother level. And regardless whether you've been a dieter or not, your energy goes up. For me, I have seen this a thousand times, and I'll give you some examples of it. For my clients, I see this all the time. I have in my YouTube channel, and I'll link in the show notes, introducing this concept to you and showing you my first dieting magazine, which I still have. When I was nine years old, I bought it. And that set me up for not having a peaceful relationship with food. So I went through years of dieting, and I've explained that in a previous episode. But with the getting out of the diet mentality, I created this acronym that helped me. And then when I got certified as an intuitive eating counselor, it confirmed what I was using and then also gave some additional tools. So the letters that I want you to write down and remember, and you can write this down beside your your powerful plate that you drew, is H-W-S-S. The H is for how physically hungry are you? On a scale of 1 to 10, it's not least hunger to greatest hunger 1 to 10. Let me explain the the scale for you. A 5 is neutral. A 5 is there's no sensation for you. A 4 is, oh, you're starting to get a little bit hungry. It's intermittent. A 3 is, I am hungry. Food would taste really good right now. A 2 and a 1 is ravenous hunger. A six above the neutral is I feel the food. I'm not uncomfortable. It's not miserable in any way, but I can tell that there is food in my stomach. A seven is I feel full. I'm beginning to really feel the food, maybe a little discomfort. An eight is I am dis- I am uncomfortable. This is, I'm, I'm hitting miserable here. I'm not happy with this. And a nine and a 10 is Thanksgiving. When you are eating as an intuitive eater, you are starting at around a three, pleasant hunger, and you're stopping at neutral or maybe a tiny bit over neutral. That means you're never over full. So you don't have that feeling that drains your energy around food. The W is what do you really want? And we're going to dive deep into that in the next episode. I'm going to just, the whole next episode is going to be focused on becoming an intuitive eater. We're going to dive deep, deep into that. But just so you have it now, a W is what do you really want? What do your taste buds want? What is your body craving? From what you have learned on the powerful plate tracking, you know, what do you want to feel in the next hour or two? So the W is all about what do I really want? The S is, the first S is slow and savor so that you are not multitasking. And here's how that helps your energy. You are getting a mindful mental break when you eat. When you eat mindfully, 
when you are focused on the food, instead of ending that meal and still feeling scattered, and then you head into your next work task, then you head into your next meeting, then you head into a sales conference, then you head into whatever, and your mind is still going, you head into it from a peaceful place because you had a mindful meal. You are also processing your emotions. When you're only eating when you're physically hungry and stopping when you're physically satisfied, which is the last S, stop when you're satisfied, it means you're having to process your emotions. And we're going to get into that deeper in the next episode as well. Your mind is not mentally tired from the diet mentality. Let me tell you from me, when I was deep in the diet mentality, my mind was exhausted because I was constantly, constantly either counting the calories I had had, how many I could have still or fat grams or carb grams or whatever was whatever was being counted at that time. There was guilt, guilt, guilt. It was sneaking food. It was all this mental drama, a decrease of confidence, second guessing myself, thinking about food all the time. And one of my clients comes to mind as I'm thinking about the thinking about food all the time because he was a successful CEO of an international business, but he knew that this thing was holding him back from going to the next level because he would finish a meal and before he was even done with that meal, he would be thinking about the next one. So there was a part of his brain that was constantly on target on task around food. He would wake up thinking about his meals for the day. It was a hindrance. However, now that part of his brain is freed up and he is not thinking about food all of the time. And I want that for you. I want you, whether it's you're coming from a diet background or just ready to go to the next level. I want your relationship with food to be amazing and for you to have great energy around your meals, great energy as an outcome of your meals, not just physical energy, but mental energy as well. So as I mentioned, we're going to dive deeper into intuitive eating in the next episode, but here's what I want you to do now. You're going to take the time to switch your mind and your habits but that time is going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. Even in the intuitive eating intensive where there's a massive transformation in a short time, it's not literally everything overnight. So go ahead and start a piece of it now, whether that's increasing your veggies along with your water, of course, from a recent episode. Maybe it's tracking a week of food and how you feel around that food. And I've got, if just email me if you want the tracker that I use with my clients. Just shoot me an email, sherry at theverialife.com, and I will send that food tracker to you. I also have a graphic for the Powerful Plate. So if you want to print that out and put it up on your fridge, let me know, and I'll be glad to give you that as well. You're not eating your meals at your desk. Maybe, maybe that's the switch that you want to make. So just think about all the little things I mentioned. What are one or two that you can go ahead and start now? And it's going to be a challenge because you're going to be changing your mindset around food in a diet-obsessed culture. And by diet-obsessed culture, that's both the, the body, what we normally think of that, you know, it's like the body image and weight and everything related to dieting. But there's also 
the quote unquote science, which is true science, but how it's applied is not necessarily science. It's more judgmental of this food is good. This food is bad. And you should have this and you shouldn't have that. And, oh, you can have this in moderation. Well, what does moderation mean? And all the judging that happens around that definitely distracts from your becoming an intuitive eater. And therefore, it decreases your energy. Interestingly, our culture is also one that pushes overly processed food and that says, hey, if you want to have fun, you need to drink this soda or you need to eat this blank. You need to be able to learn to trust your body and eat a powerful plate. And it's going to be a challenge doing it in our culture. But guess what? It can be done. You can do it. I have clients who do it. I've done it. So join me again next week in ways to become an intuitive eater and to feel great. I cannot wait to talk with you then. Have a fantastic week and take this challenge on. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.